Welcome to episode three of the Southern Homesteading Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Barbie. And today we're talking about rabbits and cages and all things rabbits. So come with us. Now, the episode is titled Rabbit Cages DIY versus Pre-Built. But first we're going to discuss why we have rabbits in the first place. We don't have them because they're cute little bunnies and they're pets. There's nothing on this property that's just for... Everything has a purpose. Everybody has a job. Even me. <laughs> I'm the laborer. What's your job? I take care of the garden and the animals. Yes, you do. One of the animals we have here on the farm is rabbits. You silly rabbit. Uh, we have five, and they are... They're members of the breeds. What, what kind of breeds are they? We have New Zealand. Ah, that's right. Meat rabbits and silver fox. So, yeah, we have New Zealand's and a, and a silver fox, and we have them for a couple different reasons. Uh, one of the biggest reasons we have them is their manure. And a lot of people don't understand how valuable rabbits are. Gotta have the poop. Gotta have the poop. All the systems, all the systems are interconnected on a farm or a homestead. And rabbit manure is one of the very best that you can actually have. And I like it because there's no composting needed at all. I don't have to go out there and turn the pile over once, twice a week and all that stuff. And then a month or two, two months, three months, have a good pile of dirt. You can literally put rabbit poop right on the plants. And that's why I like it, because it's very good for the garden. And it's cheap, too. We we generally still put it in the compost pile most of the time. Or sometimes we'll put it directly on the plants. If there's a particular plant that needs to be feeded, (laughs) need to be fed, (laughs) um, sometimes we'll put it right on the plant. But now we've we've actually moved them into a new location, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But the chickens, they're in with the chickens. So now the chickens are composting the rabbit poop under the cages for us, and we don't even have to turn it. Exactly. So you have the composting. Another thing you can get out of it, too, is what's called compost tea. Don't mistake it for the kind that, you know, for a black or gray. No, or, you don't want to be drinking <laughs> that. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, so compost tea, you basically just take some water and you put rabbit manure in it, and then you put some kind of an air source to aerate. Some people sometimes put molasses in it as well and let it go for a couple of days, and now you got liquid supercharged fertilizer mm-hmm. to put on your plants and with very little effort. So it's like I said, it saves you from having to go to your big box store and buying you know, the, the fertilizer from the store that who knows what chemicals and additives they put in those things. And it's expensive too. Absolutely. So, you know, I don't want to say that rabbit manure is free because no. I mean, we don't pay anything for it, but it's a, you do it's a pay, good byproduct. Yes. Yeah. You do pay for the food that feeds the rabbits. And so, you know, you do, I guess, you know, long way around pay for the poop. But a lot of times what we feed the rabbits, as well as regular non-GMO feed, is we also give them some things from the garden, right? Yeah, we give them scraps from the garden, like lettuces or things that we wouldn't eat, but they're perfectly fine for them. I mean, they're they're not moldy or anything. They're still good, um, but they have really good nutrition. That's one of the great benefits of having them. And the nice thing, too, is they're little pellets. So they're not a big, you know, it's not like a cow patty. No. Right? They're little pellets, and they're easy to, you know, 
clean up stuff. And as long as you keep them from not getting mixed up with the rabbit urine, they don't smell. I mean, they're absolutely odor-free. But if the, if the urine gets mixed in with the poop, then then you do start to develop a, an odor issue there. But So it's one of the easier manures to handle. I mean, when you look at, you know, some of the others that, you know, that you want to try to harvest for your gardens. Another reason why we have rabbits is food. Um, like I said, our pets aren't, our rabbits are pets, and, and they're not there for just the manure. That's one of the one of the byproducts that we get out of that. But we have meat rabbits. Our our, our rabbits, we have a, some breeding pairs. We have three, three females and two males. One mm-hmm. of the males we're getting rid of, and probably one of the females, too. But we'll be replacing the female. Yes, we'll be replacing the female, but we won't be replacing that other male. No. And their sole job is to procreate. Now, you're probably thinking, well, that's easy. Grab, you know, you hear it, you know, make, you know, um, what's that story they say? Make like a rabbit or you know, breed like a breed rabbit. Like rabbits. Breed like rabbits. Or, um, so this is only our, we're coming into our second season of, 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 of growing rabbits and, and babies and stuff. And the first season taught, taught us one thing. It's not as easy as you think it is. That's one of the reasons why we picked rabbits, because it was like, hey, this is going to be easy. Just put them out there and just let them do what they naturally do. And boom. Hey, rabbits. Baby <laughs> rabbits. But we were finding, you know, sometimes you have a good mother. Sometimes you don't have a good mother. Sometimes it's too cold. Yeah. And, and there's some issues too there. Hot. Sometimes it's too hot. Uh, there's all kinds of factors that go into whether or not the babies make it or not. And ironically, it seems like, you know, for especially southern homesteads, you've got to do the breeding in the fall and the, and the winter and the early spring, because you can't do it during the summer because they just, it's too hot for them. So it's not as easy as it sounds, like I said. And, you know, we actually had, I think, what, three or four different kits, right? We had, well, one kit came with one of the rabbits. That's right. We'll she for- just um, had her kit. And we ended up, two of those survived. Right. We were down to, I think, three when we got them. But one, we had a really, really cold night, and it didn't stay right. in the nest box and got out. And then another one, the mother wasn't a really good mother. She yeah. It was her first time, and she didn't really She wasn't feeding them, and she was giving birth to them outside the cage. And and we were still so new that we weren't sure, didn't weren't really educated on what to look for and stuff. But now we know, you know, how long you should wait, what you should do, and how to, you know, you can actually, there's ways that you can do uh where you can take the mother and hold her on her back and then take the babies and hold them up to the, the mother's teats. And you and can, we tried that. And she they did drink, but it was, but we waited it was too, too long. late. We waited yeah. too long for that. But like I said, so we, we get our meat, our meat through um, through the breeding breeding program. And, you know, rabbit meat is really good for you. And it's, it's, it's very lean. It's very lean meat. And it's, it's good in a lot of dishes. So it's it doesn't have an over... It doesn't have a very strong flavor that overpowers some dishes and stuff. You can put rabbit in a lot of dishes. If you don't tell the people that it's rabbit, they wouldn't even know that it's rabbit. We wouldn't do that. No, no, no I wouldn't do that. No, absolutely not. But what I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying. That's how yeah. how uh, mild taste that it has. And if you cook it in a sous vide, it's really good. Yes. And we cook a lot of things in the sous vide. <laughs> we got the sous vide going right now with some chicken in it. From but that's a different episode. That's a different episode, Absolutely. The sous going right now with uh, some chicken from the previous season. And so if you hear that little bit of a buzz in the background, that's the, mm-hmm. the motor on the sous vide cooking. Dinner. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. It's cooking. I'm multitasking, <laughs> as, as I always do. Right. So when it comes to keeping rabbits, there's lots of different ways people keep rabbits. I've seen videos where people will do uh, 
rabbit trackers, which are very similar to chicken trackers, you know, where they just kind of move them around on the grass and stuff. Um, there's issues with that, some issues with that. I mean, there's, there's positive and negatives to everything, right? So that's that's what you have to decide, which which outweigh more for you. Now, here in the South, we have a lot of ants. We have a lot of bugs in the ground. Rabbits can burrow out. They're prone, they're prone to ear mites, too, and you can get those from being on the grass. So we, we opted for not the tractor method, but to actually have cages. And when it comes to cages, there's two different major groups, right? There's either, there's the DIY cage where you go out to this, your rural king or your tractor spine, you buy the cages on the spool and you bring it home, you lay it out and you walk on it and you build your own cage. And there's the ones that you can buy pre-manufactured or pre-built. There's advantage to, and disadvantage to each of them, right? So what it really boils down to is you have to ask yourself, do you have more time or do you have more money? Mm-hmm. Which do you have the most? Which, which, which resources in abundance? Right? Now, when we did ours, um, we didn't have as much time as we'd like. Because we got, well. We both work full time. We both work full time. And my wife has a honeydew list that it would be the envy <laughs> of all people in the world. Because it's always growing. I help you with it, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely you do. Yes, absolutely you do. Um, so we opted to go with the pre-manufactured. But let's, let's go back to the DIY. So like I said, some of the advantages of a, of a DIY rabbit cage, and there's lots of videos on YouTube if you want to watch how to, um, watch how to uh, build those. Uh, but one of the advantages is you do save some money. Not, not as much as you would think, but by the time you buy the, the wire, by the time you buy the uh, tool and, and J-clips and all this stuff, you don't save as much money as you have. So now it kind of boils down to, is the aggravation of dealing with this wire and having it scratch the, you know, the dickens out of you and trying to straighten it, put it together, and then have walls that kind of make you seasick? Or is it, or is, you know, your consideration money higher than that? Yeah. So it can save you money, but there are some things that go along with that. And you also get the satisfaction that, that you built it. Right. So some people, some people will pay extra for something, just so they can build it. So they can say, "I built that," and I'm kind of, I kind of, I fall in that category a little bit. I'm not 100% in that camp. I don't have both feet in that in that puddle of water per se. Um, I do like to build stuff. I do like to say that I built that. When you make your own cages, you can also customize them for your operation. So I mentioned we bought ours. We got the two girls and a boy. Or was it three girls and a boy? When we bought the rabbits? Um, three, no, two girls and a boy. Yeah, so we, when we originally bought them from the person we bought our pigs from, we got two females and a male. And and the cages that came along with it, actually, we had, the cages that we bought from were five. So we had room to grow into them. But their cages were kind of old, so we knew that we were going to have to replace them. Soon. They had holes in them they that had, had to mend. And yeah. Toward the end here, they were actually resting a They're, little bit. And they were kind of raggedy. But we knew that they would they would suffice at least one season, so we can kind of figure out what we wanted to do. But when you build your own, if you have, you can make them fit for whatever you want. For, so, for example, you can have hanging cages in a hutch. You can have three cages, five cages, you know, however big you want. Mm-hmm. Or you could do the method that we we did, where we had them on shelves in the cow milking room, which I don't recommend doing that way. I don't I don't recommend putting rabbits over top yeah. of each other. Um, we learned that the hard way because they pee and poop all over each other, and that just creates a uh, not it's a very. It's not the way we want our rabbits to live. 
Exactly. They want them to have a happy life. A happy life. And, and being pee and poop dorm is not a happy life for, for rabbits, typically. And so we need to make sure that they want to have a happy life. So don't recommend that method either. But you do have the ability, if you're building your own cage, to make them, you know, again, whatever style you want and whatever size you want. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're buying pre-manufactured stuff, you're limited to certain sizes. Now, you might find a size that might fit you, but you know, if you're looking for a specific size to fit a specific outbuilding that you have, then you might not have it. But if you're building your own, you can make it to fit that. That's one of the advantages mm-hmm. to doing it. One of the disadvantages is dealing with that spooled, welded wire. If you've ever dealt with chicken wire, if you've ever dealt with fencing, you know that any kind of wire that's in a bundle, it's in a roll. That is horrible. I got scratches on my arms today. I do too. From, uh, from wire. You, you got you to you unspool it. You got to figure out a way to flatten it. You know, some people walk on it. Other people have other methods. Um, and even then, it doesn't want to lay flat. It never does. It never wants to lay completely flat. And then when you build the cage... Oh, wobbly looking. Yeah, you get seasick from looking down the side. <laughs> though, because, you know, we opted not to use the DIY version on this particular build. Maybe years down just the road. Just on the cages. Just on the cages. Maybe years down the road when we add to them or build or replace those. Maybe you might do a DIY. But on this particular go around, we went with a pre-built. Now pre-built. Well, yeah, I guess it is. Pre-built, you, it comes in two varieties. Yeah. Right. You can the one variety is we can buy them already completely built. All you got to do is just order them they show up at your desk or, or at your desk they show up at your home <laughs> or you go to you know rural king or whatever you buy them you bring them and you can immediately just throw the rabbits in them boom off and running mm-hmm. right that's that's probably the least turn stress-free key, turn key cages. most turnkey yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh, and the advantage here is you can immediately put the rabbits in the cage it's not like there's you have to deal with a time delay from trying to get stuff built and stuff like that and if you're a person unlike me who doesn't like to build things, or you get stressed out because you know you don't like to build stuff, that's your option. I mean, just you just grab it and it's ready to go. But you're also going to be limited on the sizes too. Again, so you're going to you can be you got certain sizes and hopefully they fit. Well, and you're going to pay more for them too, just in shipping. Oh yeah, if you have it shipped to you, absolutely, yeah. you'll pay more, and you're going to pay more generally because you're paying for the material and the labor to put that together, plus the shipping to your house or the shipping to you know, Rural King or Tractor Supply, wherever you're buying it from. And then then you got to bring them home. Hope you have a truck. That's all yeah. I got to say. Hope you have a big truck. And hope nobody hits it with a tractor. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, story for another day. Moving on. So the, you know, the disadvantage, again, is it's very costly. And you may have to go to a store to buy. That all takes you know, a day out of your stuff. And your customization is limited. But then there's the option we chose. And I think for us... It was the best. So they were what I call partially assembled. Mm-hmm. So we went, we flipped through, we bought them from a company called Kluwer Tamsin. And one of our friends recommended that. Thank you, Ford. I know you're listening. Um, and so they give you online. You can actually order. Now, they're old school. Yes. You have they, to call them to order. You have to call them to order. You can't <laughs> order online. And then you get this this. This uh, this person who answers they the do phone. have a website so you can look up yes. while you're ordering. But. So they have this person who answers the phone, and, and the person's a very nice person, but you can tell that they're they, they're they're borderline luddite. They don't like technology. You can just tell that just from talking with them. But very knowledgeable and very mm-hmm. and and help you with whatever you need to choose. Yeah, but we did get a catalog when it came in though, and, and yes. the catalog has lots of stuff in it. 
And so, yeah, you can order it. And then we order it from Kluber Tans. And so they showed up. We'll at be ordering from them again. Oh, absolutely. When we, I think we'll be able to help them. Mm-hmm. They showed up. They shipped at UPS. Uh, four cages. Shipped them UPS in two boxes. But the boxes were taped together into one box. And I, I want to say that the box probably weighed maybe 50 pounds, mm-hmm. maybe 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came. The floor was already cut. The walls were already cut. The the ceiling was already cut. The the the, the baby door. savers were welded into the actual signs. Exactly. So and the door was already on and attached. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about because if you build rabbit cages, if you go out to the, if you if you choose to do the DIY version, you have to go buy three different types of wire. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to buy the the wire for the floor, mm-hmm. which has small openings so they don't hurt their hocks. Then you got to buy the wa- the wire for the walls. And if you're gonna be breeding, like you mentioned, it has to have the baby saver, the baby on. saver on them, or you got to buy another separate wire to go to go around this, and yeah. the babies don't fall out and die. And then you got the wire for the roof. So that's four different types of wire that you're buying. And most of the time, when you buy that wire, the spools are already predetermined lengths, and they're always more than what you need. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another reason why I say it's not exactly cost savings. You do get you do pay less, but you have to buy more material than you actually mm-hmm. need to do all that stuff. So it came in a box. They were already pre-cut. And the best thing I liked about them was they were absolutely flat. Flat, yes. Absolutely flat. If you want to see, watch the video on the YouTube. It's because I actually get through unboxing stuff. They, they yeah. didn't have to deal with any of that stuff, right? And in, uh, so Where can you, they find that video, baby? It's on the Bowser Journal YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, so make sure that you go look that up. It's the, as of today, it was the latest. One of our dogs is repositioning. Sorry. Yes. Mama bear lay down, honey. We'll go out in the living room. Do whatever you want. She can do whatever she wants. Absolutely. She can do whatever she wants. And we say that because she's having problems with seizures right now. Yes. She's 11 years old. And I think we mentioned it in the last podcast. The seizures are increasing. And so she just started new medication. The second round of new medication. Yes. I think she was just starting the other medication when we yeah. did the last podcast. Yep. Uh, so she's on a different medication now. And again, we're on borrow time with her. Keep her in your prayers. Yes, absolutely. You were saying there was no memory in the wire. They were completely flat. Yes. They were completely flat. And we ordered the, uh, the tool and the J-clips. And the lady, when we, I was just going to go to Tracker Spine and buy a J-Clip tool. And she she talked me out of it. She said, no, 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 you need to buy ours. And I said, well, how much is yours? And I can't remember. I think it was 15 bucks. Or it wasn't bucks. much more than. And you buy the one at Tractor Supply. It's it's like nine, 10 bucks, 11 bucks, something like that. And and I, when I, came, when I got out of the box, there's a different quality difference between those two. It's heavier and it, it's, it's one solid piece of metal instead of the two narrow pieces. Instead of the two narrow pieces, and we also ordered the J clips. And so they, you know, they didn't. They do give you instructions, but they did. The instructions are borderline IKEA, <laughs> right? You know what I mean by that. So if you ever put anything together from IKEA, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're not very detailed, but they were detailed enough yes. that if you if you're in any way mechanically inclined, you can figure, you it, can out. figure it out. Just make sure you pay attention to where the uh, the the sign is on the front front of the cage with the doors so the baby savers are facing the bottom and make sure you grab 
the flooring for the bottom because it is a different size. And the size. flooring needs to be a certain way, so with, with the raised ones a certain way. Oh, yeah, the, the wires have to be a certain way, yeah, exactly. But if you follow the instructions, you will work your way through it. And, and it really only took, what, about 30 minutes? Well, the first one took me more than 30 minutes because we were... Well, you were learning. We were, we were learn, I was learning it. I had the grand boys. You were filming. We were filming, and it was a hurricane. <laughs> The triple threat, right? <laughs> so what would you do during a hurricane? I built rabbit cages. No, I say hurricane. Um, the hurricane actually skirted us. Yes. It went up we the eastern We got some wind and a little yeah. rain. We got, we got a tiny bit of rain. Yeah. And I, I would consider them breezes. I would We've had worse storms. We, yeah, after, yeah, exactly. Worse afternoon thunder showers than, mm -hmm. than that. Um, but we did get, we, you know, so the first one took me a little while. And then we broke for lunch. And then while the grand boys and stuff were still in eating, um, then I went out and built the second one. I actually timed myself, and I did it in 26 minutes. And again, that was only like my second one, or maybe even third one at that point. Mm -hmm. And so I know if I if I was to be building them, you know, all day long or over a couple of days, you can easily get it down to probably 15, 20 minutes each to put them together. Because it's just jelly clips. Yeah. Just clip, 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 clip. Just don't drop the jelly clips. <laughs> So once we got them all assembled, we'd actually been spending the last couple of weekends building our own, um, it's a, I guess it's a it's hutch that you hang in. It's a hutch. So we it's had, a covered hutch. So the original the original storage was they had a hanging cage that we put in, like we said. The, in the barn. In the barn. And then we but, saw. But the, we live in the south. But we live in the south, absolutely. And and here's the problem. There's, the airflow is not as good. No. So when you live in the south, you know. A lot of people think, yeah, it's great. You can, you know, you know, have no problems. But the, heat, you know, we get a lot of heat, mm -hmm. a lot of humidity, and those definitely affect the, the rabbits. And so they were, they were in the barn, protected from the rain, but they weren't getting a lot of air ventilation. You could just literally see them, poor things, just breathing yeah. so hard. So we wanted to get them out of there, and so we built a hutch out in the chicken coop area. It's completely shaded under big, huge oak trees. It's in the part of the property where it's, it's all covered with trees. So they have they have dappled light all day long. They're, at no point during the day are they in direct light. And the hutch is covered on three sides. And there's uh, usually a nice breeze going yes, through there. Yeah. So the two, the two ends are covered with plywood, and the back is covered with... Um, Shade cloth and lattice. lattice. That Cla way the wind will yes. still come through. And they can still see and they can still see through the, the shade cloth, so that way it kind of still stimulates them. So the front is open. So there's a lot of air circulation with that. And that kind of helps us with here in the South because, you know, like I said, I, I had rabbits before. I, I, back up. I had a rabbit before. One Christmas, many, many moons ago, pre-Barbie. A pet rabbit? We were. It was Christmas. We were driving from our house as my... As, married to my ex. We were driving from my house to her mom's house. We had just opened up all the Christmas presents at our house. We are going to her mom's house to open up the presents. We were driving down our street, and there was, we saw a rabbit. And it literally hopped across the road. And so I immediately stopped the van, and I got out, and because the kids were like, Dad, Dad, catch the rabbit, catch the rabbit. And were, so we're talking, all my kids were maybe That's not like, a good idea. like three to five years old. I wasn't this much sharp as to shed then either. <laughs> Right? I was just a young guy. You know, I was a young dad. I wanted to impress my kids. So I stopped the van. I got out and rabbit was underneath the the uh, car. And I, I grabbed the rabbit, picked it up, put it in the van. It, it, was, it was very docile. I have a feeling that somebody had gotten a rabbit for Christmas. Uh -huh, and it escaped. And it escaped. <laughs> so in essence, they bought my kids a rabbit that season. So anyway, to get back to my story was, 
you know, at the time we lived in Maryland. Maryland, their summers are a lot less severe than Florida's summers. And that rabbit died because of being in the sunlight and the heat. So rabbits can die from that. So and you definitely don't want to breed them in the summer because that just puts extra stress on them and the babies yes. with the heat. So so the thing, like I said, the steps that Barbie said that we took is, you know, we put them in that area where it's dapped with light. So they're never in direct light. They do get a lot of wind. Mm-hmm. Not, not a little wind, but a lot of air circulation. And they're not best. Thing is, they're not peeing and pooping on each other. No, no, and they have bigger cages than they did before. Yeah, they seem really happy. They come up every morning when we go out to feed them, and they want their fresh greens that I give them. Yeah, they have the Taj Mahal. Their their cages are thirty six inches deep, eighteen inches no. tall. Yes, thirty six inches wide. Thirty. No, inches no, no, thirty six inches deep, thirty inches wide. Yes, and eighteen inches opposite. tall. Yes. I thought it was opposite. No, no, no. Yeah, it's 36 inches deep, 30 inches wide, 18 inches tall, mm-hmm. which is way bigger than most cages for most breeding rabbits. Again, going back to our, our philosophy, yes, they're rabbits. Yes, they're here for a reason. That doesn't mean we don't want them to be, to have a, a, a good life. poor life. We want them to have a good life. We want them to be happy. We interact with them. We give them treats and stuff. And, and the chickens are interacting with them now. <laughs> oh, the, the chickens absolutely love them. I mean, they, the chickens go out there and, uh, so one of them is in what we call our um, our grow out grow cage. out cage. Mm-hmm. It was it started, we actually built it originally for chickens, but we're using it for rabbits too. And Temporarily. So we brought it out and set it on the ground next to where we're finishing the stuff, and all the chickens literally surrounded it. <laughs> I was looking at the rabbit inside of them. Yeah. Inside. And so now the rabbits can watch the chickens, the chickens can watch the rabbits. So they all kind of get that social interaction and that stimulation. mental stimulation, and and they're happy all the way around. And they get to see they get to see the you know, squirrels playing in the trees or whatever. I mean, there's a lot more for them to enjoy. And they definitely seem Besides happier. just the toys in their cages. They definitely seem happier <laughs> in their new area. And the, the last thing, we, the only thing we have left to do the hutch is we got to paint the sides to match the barn. And put some lattice on it. Um, what are we doing now? Yeah. Okay so, okay, so there's another new project. No, no, that was already... No, we talked about lattices, we talked about fencing. And yeah, then we but we decided, we decided painting... It to match the garage and then putting the white so lattice white on top lattice. of it. Okay. And then um, run the, the automatic waterer up to the goat water. Right now it's attached to a five-gallon pail, so we don't have to water them every, every two or three day. days. Yeah, exactly. Um, once we attach it to the goat water, that's that's actually, well, right now it's two 55-gallon drums. A future project is to change that to three 55-gallon drums. So... Be a lot less. I mean, it's like, you know, one of the things you always want to do is when you add these new systems, is you got to get past that learning curve, then you try, then you start trying to figure out ways to make your job easier. easier. So, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we're doing with that. So the, the automatic water makes your job so much easier because, especially in the summertime, especially in the south, rabbits need lots and lots of water. Have you? So our question for the day is: Do you have rabbits? Which cage system have you used? Or better yet, if you have a picture of one, send that to us. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, so, you know, so we can kind of see what you're doing. Because this, this is all or about community. Can they post pictures on our YouTube thing? No, they can't post them on YouTube, but you know, we're also on Facebook, too. Oh, that's Facebook true. and Instagram. So just tag us in that, yeah. you know, the Bowser Journal, or hashtag the Bowser We'd love Journal. to see your setup. Yeah, we'd love to see your setup. Because we're by no way, shape, or form is our way the only way for the South. It's just the way that we chose for our specific conditions, and we think it'll help a lot of other people in our area. So until next time, live your own story. So y'all come back now, you hear?